Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Faithful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes in I believe that God's gladly lived a packet until all around the world it's been circulated. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast today. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end time word. Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Once again, Mark Aho with you, and we are just so happy you have joined us. We are very happy that you're interested in missions. Every one of you is important, and we are all working together on this great end-time project. And today we're going to focus in on a situation that's going on in Uganda that's quite important. And Brother Tim Dodd is with us today to help explain the situation to us. God bless you. Welcome, Brother Tim. Thank you, Brother Mark. It's always good to be back, and it's especially good to be back talking about Uganda. There's so many wonderful things happening in the country of Uganda, and many of them are things that we don't see over here. However, uh, we try to bring a little bit of a uh, vision of what is happening there, what the Holy Spirit is doing, and how it's affecting the Bride of Jesus Christ, not only there, but around the world. I want to bring greetings from three pastors that we visited with while we were there. Each of these pastors has, in their own way, uh, welcomed and been very appreciative of the help of believers in allowing them to have a building in the country there in Uganda. I recorded these interviews while I was there in Uganda with these pastors, and so I'll just let them speak for themselves. First up is Brother Paul in Kasanji, and uh, he will greet the people and share his heartfelt thoughts for the believers in North America and around the world. We are here in Kasanji with another pastor, Brother Paul, who has a new building here and uh, seats about 100 to 120, He's, which is what he has for a congregation, and it's growing. So we're very thankful for that, and Brother Paul is here with me to send his greetings to the believers that have helped support this building. Uh, my name is Paul Paul. I'm called Pastor Paul. Uh, we thank God for this message. It has done great things to us. And we want to thank you for your contribution to our, uh, for make us acquire this place and helped us from hiring where we have been renting. May the Lord bless you for all what you have contributed to this uh, work. And we are continuing praying for you and promising that for us we are standing with the message. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Thank you, Brother Paul. That was Brother Paul in Kasanji. And you'll hear a couple of things consistently with these brothers. Number one, how much they 
are happy to receive the message and how it has opened their eyes. And number two, how appreciative they are for the help that they have received to have a shelter from the storms and the sunshine. And even though some of them have lost their church buildings, having left denomination, they're standing true to the word of the hour. Next is a short interview I had with Brother Patrick in Cabawalla. You'll hear at the beginning, uh, I'm really not sure where we are. Uh, this is a long day of visiting churches and visiting buildings and visiting pastors and sometimes congregations. And um, one place blends into another, so I had to verify where we were. But it, this is a very good interview for you because you'll hear about two-thirds of the way through. We're standing outside visiting, and all of a sudden the skies open up. And we have about, oh, 30 to 45 seconds of the interview that is in rain that begins to pour. And you can kind of hear the rain start and you'll hear us begin to talk faster and he'll begin to talk faster because it doesn't just sprinkle there. By the time this interview was done, in only about 45 seconds, we have moved into the church and we were soaking wet. So it highlights a great example of why they need shelters there in Uganda. You might be having a church service outside under a tree, something all of a sudden the skies open up. And as is mentioned in one of our previous podcasts, all of a sudden the Bibles are soaking wet, everything's wet. And so we just thank God for each and every one that is contributing to these very important shelters that the people are building, churches for their congregations to worship the Lord in. I'm with Brother Patrick Lumala here in, where are we? Here in Kabawala. Kabawala, yes, yes, thank you. Kabawala. <laughs> now the town is Kabawala, uh -huh. but the nearby has another name. Here. Oh, there's another name here, which is? But we had registered Kabawala. Okay, this is a Kabawala church. This is Brother Patrick Lumala, and he's going to send his greetings. We greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We really appreciate the good work you are doing supporting this revival. Because ever since I met this revival, this revival it has done great work in me. I'm so glad that ever since I met Pastor Chinji with the Word of God, and he gave us the Word of God to understand the only true God, one God, and to understand the message of our day. Because the other time we didn't understand the truth in Pentecostals. We need to hurry. Okay. But we thank God because He has done great things to us. This truth has worked a great work to us. We thank God for the great work of building the house, the house here because we didn't have a church of the church for fellowship. Uh, we didn't have a place of fellowship. We didn't have a fellowship to fellowship 
God. Because we have now a building. And the, the land is ours. We thank you and we greet the name of all Jesus Christ. This is my wife, Salah Rumala. Is my dear wife? Omu. Uh, one wife. Omu. <laughs> one wife. God bless you. God bless you. In those two interviews, we were with Brother Fred Chienji in the southern and central part of Uganda. And in the next interview, we are with Brother James Katumba up in the northern area, uh, uh, north of Iganga, and uh, visiting with some of the areas that Brother Stephen Abali has done much work in. And Brother James Katumba works and is associate to Brother Stephen Abali there in Jinja. In this interview, you'll hear something that really came to light on this trip, and that is that although we have been building shelters, uh, many with the understanding that the local congregations will uh, take care of some rudimentary uh, latrine, or we would say washrooms, bathrooms for the people, in some places, like in Iduti, which is where the next interview is, uh, we have encountered that because they are close to towns, municipalities, uh, centers of government, they have come under the watchful eye of health workers. The health department has decided in some cases to not allow them to use the church buildings because they don't have a, pop, a proper washroom facility. They would call it a pit latrine. That is to say, it's simply like an outhouse with a pit made out of concrete uh, as far as the pit is concerned and the upper part, the building itself, made out of bricks. So some of our efforts are, are kind of put on hold. As the brothers have told me, there are 13 different buildings that are waiting to have some sort of a pit latrine. We have recently received donations for, I think, two of these. And uh, they cost about $1,500 each to put in a pit latrine, at least a concrete one. And where possible, the, the believers, if they don't have one, they do one dug by hand and a very kind of rudimentary uh, service, I guess you could say. And they make the effort to have their worship and, and be able to uh, have the necessary facilities for the people. I have just sent some funds over from the donations that we just received to start building a couple of these pit latrines. And as I mentioned, there's about 13 in total that we'll need to be building. But here we are with Brother David, the pastor in iDuty, and I'll let him explain in his own words. I'm, I'm here with Brother David, last name? Okay, Pas pastor in iDuty. Yes. And he's going to say some words. Yes. First of all, I want to thank you for coming. We are very grateful. You have phoned me when I'm alone. Here. But we're expecting 
another day. I never zolo kuidaku paimu. But I want to thank you for coming. Ela never zanulo kutugulira itaka. I want to thank you for buying for us. Never zanulo kutugulira no kutuzimbira ekanisa. I want to appreciate for building for us. Kwa nti mukama abao omukisogwa mani. God bless you so much. Ayongera kubanga gazi yamani kaga imwe. May God continually expand your ex- your incomes. Ela tubeta gate okwira mu kifo kino na kolundi. We still need you to come and visit us again. Mukama abatu wero mukisogwa mani. May God bless you so much. Azira okusomoze wako tulina. But the challenge we have tulimo Idudi Town Council. We are in Idudi Town Council. They health workers always come here and disturb us because we don't have a pit latrine. That's the challenge which we have now. As a pastor, where I reside, I just rent. I want to appreciate Omusumba Pastor Katumba. rent for me three months. We want to appreciate you so much. May God bless you so much. So there you have it. You can see that the brothers are not ungrateful for what they have received. They're very grateful and very appreciative of both receiving assistance to have a shelter over their heads and also for the purpose of receiving the message of the hour, which is what this is all about. So we thank God for being able to help them in those areas and and uh, please pray that God will enable the believers there to uh, meet the local health requirements for these buildings and or God give them grace in the sight of the health workers while they're working through these issues in the local assemblies. In some places, the believers are sitting on mats on a dirt floor. I remember in one place I gave a brother uh, about a uh, hundred dollars, which covered about ten pews, which enables all of their people to uh, sit on plank pews. These are pews very rudimentary. They'd be like a a two by ten board with uh, some legs on it, about eight to ten feet long, and they'll sit four and five people on there and have a service, and they're just so appreciative of every little thing that the believers over here have done for them. I cannot overstate that. They are so appreciative, and, and they were so appreciative of the fact that we made the effort during the COVID restrictions to come and visit them and travel out into the remote areas of the country and visit these little churches that have been reached by the message of the hour. Some of them are 40 and 50 people. Some are 100 people. Some are 200 people. Some are 500 people. It's just amazing what God is doing there. And we just give God all the glory, all the glory to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for every soul that has been won to the gospel of Jesus Christ in this end time. Thank you for those interviews, Brother Tim. That is always uh, special to hear from the believers and the pastors right out there on the field. They're people just like you and me, and they have real needs, and we they have practical needs. And I'm just so grateful that believers around the world care about these things. All these things matter. Uh, it takes uh, all these different elements to have a church in place and functioning and meeting the needs of the people. So I'm just grateful that believers around the world are sensitive enough to get behind and support projects like this. Amen, Brother Mark. 
it'll be wonderful when we get on the other side and the people over here that have been involved in these projects, been involved in printing books and in uh, building churches, in helping with the needs like these washroom facilities and different things, and the believers from these areas, and there's thousands of them, and the believers come up to them and show their appreciation in person as I have received their appreciation in person. So we just give God the glory, as I've said, and we're so thankful to be able to help the people over there, and we're so thankful for every brother and sister that's standing with us in the work in Uganda. So God bless you each and every one. Thank you for listening, and we trust that the podcast today has been a blessing to you. Until next time, shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Ajo. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. Mm-hmm.